Dark Aura Jeffrey. <laughs> Do you think Snape wand? Dark Aura. That that's probably not a thing. A dark Aura. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just put dark. And then in you front wouldn't of... be an Aura, I guess. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, could you be a dark Aura? You could be a dark professor. A dark. Uh, what other jobs are there? <laughs> Basically, you're a professor. Uh, dark, uh, unspeakable. Dark minister. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Wow. <laughs> Adore, yes. Why Wands the Wizard has officially named it Adore. I'm open to it. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a really good one, like a dark baker or something. <laughs> that just doesn't mean, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so like Jacob, but in the wizarding world. Jacob sure. Kowalski. Yeah. He's, he's the ultimate bad guy. <laughs> I think we can be sure. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sunday Magical Theory Welcome. podcast time. Unless you're watching the replay on a different day or on an actual podcast app because I never post it on Sundays. Whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's uh, it's live on Sunday. Yeah, it is live. Welcome to the live Sunday magical theory. It's December. It is December. You were going to ask what's going on. What's going and on? I yeah. want to talk about Deep Rock Galactic. Okay. I wrote a list of things because I always forget. Did you put that on there? No, I did not actually. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> we always talk about games, so I figured that was a given. So I wrote down notes for what's been going on that are not game related. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just digging it. We played it again last night with our group of four and we played for a couple of hours. It was a lot of fun. We did uh -huh. like three or four missions, four, maybe five. I don't know. Yeah. I was uh, playing a gunner. Mm -hmm. I just really like it. It's it's just a... Uh... I think Vin said it well. He was like, I don't know if it was him, but he said like it's a really good progression game. Yeah, there, there's so much. Yes, yes. So that was the thing that intimidated me the most, but it also kind of is weirdly motivating of being like, okay, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Um, personally, I always play the... So in this game, this is the dwarf space game where you mine stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, there are four different classes that you can choose from to play. It's just... It's basically your job. Like you have different tools and abilities. So I always play the driller uh, because I can more quickly destroy the walls like that's so my thing that I do and I think this is why I like playing by myself is that I'm not like getting off tangent is that I like to look at the map so it's kind of like this 3d rotating thing where you can mm -hmm. see the tunnels mm -hmm. and I like to look for different sections and be like okay I think I can connect this section to this section let me just drill all the way through that's like my favorite thing. the reason I like to play with other people is I like things happening off screen yeah yeah like yeah. I'm looking oh, and good. then like you are under attack or Jared falls to his death <laughs> or Vin sets up I mean to be honest Jared is like uh the the leader now oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he, okay, he's 10 this, times better that. than all of us at it he could be basically the one we we all died right at the beginning, and he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll figure it out." <laughs> no, it's it's a fun game. It's a it lot a of fun. Um, speaking of games, I was considering this was not on the agenda. It was on the agenda for tomorrow's live stream, Magical Gamers Monday. Um, 
I was thinking about whether I should do 12 days of streaming again for, uh, you know, leading up to the Christmas holiday. So um, last year I did it. I think I did Vlogmas two years or did I do Vlogmas last year? I don't think you did Vlogmas last year, no. Okay, so I think I did Vlogmas uh, two years before and then I did 12 days of streaming starting on the 13th. So streaming every day. So that's something that I'm considering because... I mean, I have plenty of games to choose from. Was it Vlogmas where I did the cooking stream? Yes. Oh no. Um, we chilly, did that. Right? We did that for some. Like no, it was reward, in the summer. Like a re- redemption or something. We, some, but y'all okay. unlocked something for an oh, orange yeah, every. No. <laughs> no, we stream. haven't really thought about the setup out there. But. Well, so what I was thinking is like, so twelve days of streaming could be all games, but it could also be fun stuff like cooking in the kitchen or i yeah. mean you know stuff that's like, like decorating 20 I don't questions know. about uh chef jeff boyardee <laughs> and you have to come up with the questions oh boy or everyone does. let's make a game show out of it and then i can do the same for you while you do remember that else. stream where i think it might have been new year's where we played like a version of the newlywed game and we had like yeah, I made I do, these yeah. little things. They were kind of <laughs> like whiteboards, and we had to we had to pull yeah. questions, and that was fun. It was fun. Um, y- your end of semester busyness. I also had a busy. By this week. time next week, I should be done with everything, and there is a lot for me <laughs> to do between there and now. Holiday, Jeffrey. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's earned. The break is earned. You really have to crunch the last week. Yeah. A lot. I made several videos this past week because we had like the professor. Yeah, uh, I know it's fun. Yeah, it it's fun super to fun. Him. It's super yeah. fun. I love it. Uh, we also is have Aesop or Aesop. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me it's started. Both. You know what? I'm just gonna let it be. Like at this point, everyone just corrects me in the comments. Go ahead, keep correcting <laughs> me on my pronunciation because I don't. I honestly don't know how to say things. That's why I look it up, and then I think when I look it up. I think my brain does like the thing where it like doesn't it like does the opposite of like the other version that I thought it was. I think it does it just glitches out and I'm like but I yes, also how think how do you pronounce pasty? Is it pasty it's or pasty? Pasty, yeah. Pasty. <laughs> but I also think that Aesop I say Aesop could be it could be this like it could be like a an accent thing. Cause I feel like when I when I remember or remember being told Aesop's fables, it's pronounced. It was pronounced to me yeah, as me Aesop. Wikipedia Aesop. lists both. Wikipedia does we, list we, both. Yeah, because I have Aesop's fables, uh-huh. or I did. I might have donated it after I read it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. I always pronounce it in my head Aesop. I don't yeah. know if I ever said it out loud to anyone, but yeah. As long as you understand what I'm saying to you, I don't. <laughs> but that's different. <laughs> Um, so because it's December, yes. uh, we had first Friday. So every yep. first Friday in our area, there's like, I mean, the first Friday is not a, a, a new concept. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's not uncommon arts and food trucks and bunch of people everywhere. Um, so usually first Friday is also when I do patrons and members, yeah. uh, Jackbox or some game stuff, but they kindly let me take the first Friday off so I could hang out with Profs Play. If you watched me, we haven't, we didn't stream this semester. The last time we streamed was in the spring of this year. Uh, I have professor friends, (laughs) 
who also play games. And so we had a channel called Props Play where we would play every week. Actually, that's how I discovered Deep Rock Galactic is because we played it yes, with Props Play. Yes. Um, Among other th- games. Yeah. yeah. So all of us have PhDs and we play games and talk about them. Like that's... That was just, fun. It was a fun just, channel. Yeah. yeah. Super fun. So th- we were all in the same town, which is... I've never seen... Th- I've never... I've... You know, I've seen people one-on-one, but not... Well, you had only met Earl. And Jeff. Because... Oh, sorry. Yes. Well, yes, as of then, but not before we moved here, right? You hadn't met Jeff? No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a prof, profs play... Uh, profs play! Our powers united. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> it was a lot it of fun. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice to see everyone, and they, they got to <laughs> nostalgia out a little bit, which was fun, and we tagged along temporarily and be like oh yeah oh oh this is where you did this this is where you did that we also watched uh the world cup (laughs) we did we did well we have been we've been watching some games we did yeah um, we watched the argentina game as well yeah england is playing right now oh yeah did somebody i think somebody in the chat said something about that i think they did yeah 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 um and then finally in my updates of like just just chatting rambling is um so Magical Theory Podcast is also available on podcast platforms and Spotify, who owns Anchor, they often do this like wrapped thing. It's a recap of your year. Mm. So there I have some fun Magical Theory Podcast oh. uh, celebration things okay. if y'all will humor me. Well, me. Yes. Um, so apparently the podcast and this is so this is like outside of YouTube. I, I could pull YouTube stats, but I, you know, this is for Spotify. Like okay. they collect data and they tell you this is your recap. So uh, Magical Theory podcast was heard in 39 countries. Top five, United States, United Kingdom, Germany, Italy and Canada. Nice job, y'all. Worldwide podcast. <laughs> Worldwide um let's see podcast like mr worldwide mr worldwide yeah um apparently we're a top 10 podcast for 153 fans a top five podcast for 89 fans and number one podcast for 13 fans you know Ooh. who you are probably <laughs> <laughs> it's the only podcast you listen to. i know yeah 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 uh yeah those are just some some little uh fun things that's so sweet yeah Oh, th- those are my yeah. Oh, Spotify it was part of the inside yeah, yeah discovery. Yeah. Well, that yes. you're in the whatever percentile of fans. So every year, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think. Well, I don't know when it started, but I started really hyping it in the Discord last year because uh, I had been listening to Hamilton like nonstop. So it was like all of my top Spotify songs were Hamilton. This year it was Bo Burnham. So that was that was my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> Go down there. Winnie, go play. Okay, good boy. Go play because the fan's not on. No. It on. Okay, that'll help too. It is. It is the sweater. Sweater. It's sweater time. weather because yeah. it rained here all day yesterday. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Raining in the desert. And it rained overnight too. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into our um, Hogwarts Legacy lore for okay. today. Yes. I. I saw the clues for the thing. week. Yes. Uh, so first clue: spinning. Mm-hmm. Second clue, I, I so I chose spinning because I wanted people to guess Time Turner, and I got uh, I got a couple people guessing. Got... <laughs> uh, second clue, whistle. Third clue, detector. The password for today is sneakoscope. Sneakoscope. Yes. 
A dark detector. It is a dark detector. A... You know what? Okay, so I don't know if I should be saying this, but uh, Wife Wants a Wizard says there's only 10 Sundays until Hogwarts Legacy launches, so I, maybe this will be also help people with, like, guessing. Here's a guess. Many. What will be happening in the book? Oh, what? <laughs> 10 weeks from now. What will be happening? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't didn't, I don't. Well, I know it takes a bit until we get to Hogwarts. It does take a little bit. Because then we have like the sorting hat. I was looking for the, I was looking for certain stuff while I was reading this chapter. Um, But if you want kind of like a, a narrowing down of what your guesses should be, a lot of the passwords are real, have a foundable image that I can put on the thumbnail for Harry (laughs) Potter Wizards Unite. Yeah, so that because I think when you were coming up with some of them, mm-hmm. you were maybe looking at that. I was just I was like looking at the registry, complete yeah. mind dump, like whatever well, came okay. to my brain. Scroll. Many of them are from Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Some of them Jeff like altered or added on different ones. I'm trying to think of one well, that wasn't. Makes sense. I feel I feel like every single yeah. one has. I've had yeah. like a little foundable image to. It makes sense. The There's a lot of foundables. Yeah, there was. Um. So apparently, sneakoscopes were invented by Edgar. Strulger. Strulger. Okay. In the 18th century. And actually, so I do want to put this little note on is that some stuff um, in the broader lore is actually lore because of Harry Potter video games. So this little tidbit of who invented it and when it was invented was from the Harry Potter video games that were made it was like harry potter and the philosopher's stone chamber of secrets prisoner of Azkaban from like 2001 to 2004 like those were the cited i always check the citations when i see something on a wiki page and mm-hmm. i like where's the original source so i think it's cool because given that we care so much about hogwarts legacy of like those wiki pages are gonna get fleshed out more with little details i imagine you so know? you're saying you want to get into a conversation about what is canon no i don't <laughs> i th- i'm saying i like how no, canon is broad across different forms of media like i think it's really I, cool I, that, I totally agree yeah yeah i totally because it fleshes it all out instead of yeah. just having one reference to something like merlin suddenly merlin i mean most of the stuff we pulled for that first video was from hogwarts mystery Hogwarts mystery. Very Another little game. of it was from the books. I, I think Mer- Merlin is only yeah. sort of referenced colloquially and then also the chocolate frog. Yeah. Yes. So wh- so yeah, there's two different kinds of like lore additions. Uh, One is like the very formal kind. So I feel like a chocolate frog card that's in a video game to me is very formal. It's like literally telling you stuff. And then the other is more informal where it's like in conversation. Yeah. Somebody will be like, Blah blah blah, and it's like, oh, okay. You might I guess have that's unreliable part. narrators, <laughs> but but yeah, it just you know it's part of the broader world. I think yeah, I of, agree completely. Yeah. So, uh, we also have that. Uh, what is a sneakoscope, or why do, would you have a sneakoscope? You keep away enemies and detect deceptions. I already told you, it spins, it whistles, it lights up. It's like I do like the idea. It's kind of goofy. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a giant alarm clock. <laughs> I mean, not alarm clock. What do you do uh, with it? It's just a... What do you call it? Like a security system. Yeah. <laughs> it just beeps at you. It just starts screaming, you know? Well, it, it, because it's it's not like, um, it's not private. Mm-hmm. It's like you what you carry it around. I've, you could make like a wristwatch of one, like carry it around, and then somebody says something, and you're just like... <laughs> 
Yeah. Say, say that again? You lied? Yeah. So Alexis also brings up, we, we've we already seen dark detectors because another one of our passwords was faux glass. Yeah, faux glass. Which yeah. is, uh, so that's more of like a visual thing. This one's more of like a, it gives you an audible cue when it's like, oh, deception, lies, stuff is happening here. Yeah, yeah also, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know. How do you know? I'm Okay, this is, I'm just... I shouldn't ask questions because I always get, whenever I start thinking about, like, somebody made this. Yeah, also. How do you do that? Are you about to get into, like, the ontology of deception? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does it mean? There Who are decides? degrees of deception. Does Who it whistle at different pitches? <laughs> are you saying that there is an absolute truth that we can all measure against and that's what this sneak is? No, it's going to be flawed, What if you're lying right? to yourself? Does it whistle? Like, not in the sense of, like, yes, lying to yourself, like, yeah. protecting yourself. What about white lies? <laughs> I imagine that, so just like how, you know how, um, I don't know, Google search works. Like, it kind of, or just algorithms in general. We'll, uh -huh. we'll, we'll do, we won't talk about search specifically, but algorithms in general are made by people. Like right. people determine what the algorithm looks for, in what order, like what sort of conditions or qualifications it considers. Mm -hmm. That's how I imagine magic works. Okay. But I could also be wrong. What if it doesn't work that so way? So you're at wondering all? to some extent, I think what you're proposing is that a dark detector could be made by a person. Yeah. To do different things. Or kind of tuned to different sensitivities i don't know unless yeah. it's like tapping into some fabric of reality that's like is you know and then that's when i'm like Hence i don't know i don't yeah exactly exactly <laughs> is this a deception you know mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. what about subjective things i i don't know i don't know how subjectivity and magic interact i don't i don't understand the essence of magic <laughs> I don't know how anything in subjectivities interact. <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, so I have a little bit of tidbit from speaking of games adding to lore. Yeah. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Um, we had skill trees that were introduced kind of midway through game. One of them was called Calamity Essentials 1. And so in that skill tree... Um, there's a little entry that mentions dark detectors and it says, you spend time watching dark detectors work. The experience is illuminating. Mm. They interact and improve upon each other when working together. What? <laughs> now we're what? talking. This is unique when compared to other types of magical artifacts. Are the dark arts more collaborative? Question mark. <laughs> And then it just says, you increase your chance of departure for denial of dark arts traces. Collaborative horror crux. Like, what? <laughs> How did I gloss over that? Well, mm. Actually, there was a lot there of like skill tree nodes, so there I don't think lot. that I would have looked at this and been like, huh? <laughs> but when I was looking it up again, because I have like all of the Wizards Unite text like documented, and I was searching just, this is, this is the beauty of Control F. Dark detector, what do you got for me? Mm -hmm. Apparently they work together. Mm -hmm. And it enhances it. Yeah, dark detectors but were were that big in that game. That also makes me think that like so schools of magic or like a flavor of magic, maybe they work together. Hmm. Maybe because it's dark arts. 
How are we? How are we defining? How are we categorizing? Well, what in my recent research into Wizards Unite, what I found and had forgotten was that Constance Pickering was trying to become an anime guess, and then she chickened <laughs> out at the last yeah. second because somebody said like it could be tainted or something. I don't remember. It's one of her friends or something. Yeah. Connie. That was it. That was the beginning. Connie Consters. And yes, in Wizards Unite, you could pop three dark detectors onto an inn and <laughs> and make stuff happen. It's an order, Jeffrey. Terminology, yeah. just pop it on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, uh, dark detectors were the single greatest thing in that game. Dark detector parties. Because it was social. Yeah. It was a magnet, brought people towards you. Yeah. And then, like, everyone got to celebrate the the craziness. Yeah. Of, you know, Whomping Willows and Dumbledores things like that so my question related to hogwarts legacy is i so we kind of talked a little bit about this with i feel like foglass and i feel like with uh uh i don't i don't remember what other week we talked about this but now i'm just like in general tools Mm -hmm. what tools might we have at our disposal i'm not sure how useful a sneakoscope would have would be for this game because if mm-hmm. i want a dark detector i don't want it making noise <laughs> or that's me that's what personally, i'm saying you know that, yeah that's why yeah, it's yeah. such a funny one yeah, yeah it's it's a more like a party game i feel like where it's like yeah yeah truth know. or dare yeah. you're <laughs> but lying the, but you don't get to play the game because it just answers it for you mm-hmm. uh what kind of tools will we have well i think we will have like some kind of extendable bag okay where we'll be able to put a lot of stuff in the bag mm-hmm We'll have some kind of navigational tools, like maybe we'll just have the spell where like it can point north, but maybe we'll have something else. We'll definitely have a map. Yeah. So like magical, I feel like there'll be magic. In the gameplay showcase, Alan too was pointing out on the bottom left corner. So next to the map, there was they didn't show it to us because they didn't want us to see stuff. He said that it was the tool wheel. So yeah. in my brain, I think it was the Mandrake week that maybe we talked about this as well. But yeah. it was that was before the gameplay showcase. So like I could imagine you have like a Mandrake in your tool wheel mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, and you pull it out, you use it in combat. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like, like I see tools more as combat based, but I wonder if there's tools that we could use that are not combat based. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Wife like, Wants the like Wizard says, uh Floating shovels. You mean like the the people? Well, I feel like those are enchanted. So is, is that what you're talking about? Like with the mining and stuff? I think they'll probably invent, invent a couple of things as well that we don't actually have reference to yet. Yeah. It will be newly added because it just makes sense in a RPG what setting. What kind of tools do we usually have in games? Like, okay, let me see. So I know Map, obviously, compass. so potions, that's on the different side of the... Um, the UI on the right-hand side. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Compass would be on the map, though, right? uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It will be. I, Mandrake Magical is a good traps? possibility. Can I, have, can I place a trap? Maybe a cloak, invisibility cloak. Can you, like, put on your invisibility cloak? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see, a, like, a... Maybe your dark well, detector. You can get out your sneakoscope. Or your faux glass. Uh, or, or what crystal ball? Decoy detonators. Decoy detonators? Go, they beep, don't beep, exist. Beep, 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 that, well, do they? I right? don't, no, I don't no, know. Because the Weasleys exist. made them, I think. Did they make Okay. I thought so. Uh, Maybe not. Yeah. So things that aren't like 
your at literal magic that yeah. comes out of your wand. Yeah, broom. Ooh, a broom. Mm -hmm. My pocket grab horn. <laughs> My mount. Oh, from last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did I make that noise? I don't know. <laughs> There's also a dog upstairs that's barking. So if you hear the barking noise. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That was just that crossed my mind for dark detectors. I, I don't know. I guess one of the things that I know that they said that we can have different styles of gameplay, mm -hmm. but I so much of what we've seen so far is combat um, and not like, you know, a stealth based character where you have like these different mm -hmm. tools for, you, mm -hmm. you know, I mean... Yeah, even when we did see the disillusionment charm, yeah. it was then followed up by attacks. Yeah, yeah. Petrificus Totalis. Like, or can I sneak around and gather information or like steal stuff? Literally like, that's what That's people. all that yeah. I want to do. <laughs> Divinity style. Sneak and steal, yeah. You it, overheard these chumps talking. Is it red? It's like in Baldur's Gate 3. If it's not red, I'm going to grab it. I'm not, oh. you know... Stealth Claw, thank Stealth Claw. you, Claw, for becoming a member or continuing your membership. Um, Bow Truckles, Picket. Picket can be my little locksmith. A Niffler. Niffler. The Niffler can get me more money. You think that there's like. I feel a... like the Niffler will act like basically a treasure chest radar. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a potion. It's a PlayStation. So there's a. The recipe is a PlayStation exclusive. For liquid luck, and apparently, yes, mechanically, yeah. like that's. So I went. You're making me think if there's an alternative way to make that happen, or it would be. It would look different. It probably wouldn't be like, oh, on the map here Maybe are these locations. Or it would less be sensitive. like, oh, follow. You know, in um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, 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 mm -hmm. uh, you have like the mount that's the Ursaluna. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like a tracker, so like yeah, it has yeah, the yeah, little yeah. red and the green, <laughs> where it's one. just like, oh, we want to dig for, oh, digging for treasure. Mm. Do you think they'll be buried treasure? I don't Every know, but while, I want, I, I want to yeah. dig for treasure. That's the best I, I part about in Divinity and also in Baldur's Gate when you have that uh, whatever skill in Baldur's Gate, it's just straight like perception uh, that you roll or that it auto rolls where you can find treasure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. A traveling cloak that has been enchanted, says Ravenclaw Lad. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see cloaks, I guess. Um... Remember our Where Are the Hollows video? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh... We could see a potter. They yeah, could they have the have, cloak at Hogwarts. They have not. They have absolutely not been. The Resurrection Stone could also be at Hogwarts. Existing wizarding names in their marketing yet no not yet we know no. they exist we know we know there's a weasley there's a weasley or yeah. two we that know whole, for sure the build up that to was it. in the blog yeah yeah i don't know maybe they're saving it for right before launch and it's just like potter weasley i don't know who else but they don't know dumbledore no <laughs> dumbledore is just playing at home <laughs> yeah that's one of the places we get to go uh, godric's hollow also a question do you think the mask will be considered a tool it depends on what they do. I don't know. I want a mask so bad. Yeah. I really want them to have power. So also in Wizards Unite. Like fears or. There something. were those, uh, the Dark Cabal. 
They had masks passed down. Oh, passed from, down memories and knowledge. And from stuff. generation to generation. Yeah, so it's a very pensive based thing. It would be thing. cool to find one of those masks. Put it on. Like yeah, I think the portal is some version of a pensive. Yeah. You I mean, think it, could, it, it could be teleportation. So? I don't know. I have lots of questions about magic. One of them was mentioned in this chapter. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, are we getting into we, the book? Yeah, should we Ooh, go in? We got to pick a thing then. Yeah, let's go. Well, I'll still ponder on the idea of a tool and what it means to be a tool. Because, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> is it a tool or is it... Oh my there gosh. I can't get my hand in. <laughs> Your hand is... <laughs> okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should give a hint or something. Maybe not. What should my first clue be tomorrow? I can't say because oh. I'm going to say more than one word or oh, something no. and I'm not going to be thoughtful enough. Oh, no. All right. Well, find out next week. <laughs> well, <it's> ready. <laughs> Woo! I'm like, did it play? Did Magical Theory Podcast time play? Turn to page 79. Mm. The Order of the Phoenix. I know. Book name drop. Today's Roll lesson credits. is called Lost Innocence. The chapter begins with Sirius telling Harry about his family home and predicament. Molly makes a stew, the twins make a mess, and Tonks makes faces. After dinner, Sirius prompts Harry to ask about the Order and the Wizarding World. Molly defends her position that Harry is too young, but is overruled by other Order members. Harry learns about Dumbledore's trouble, Voldemort's silence, and ultimately, the suspicion that Voldemort is after a weapon he didn't have in the last war. But Molly puts her foot down before Harry learns details. Mmm. Secrets, secrets. Expelliarmus. Are no fun. <laughs> secrets, secrets hurt someone. I love, I'm going to jump right to the moment of this chapter, oh. which is when, in my opinion, is when Sirius post-dinner prompts Harry and it's like I'm surprised by you. I thought I would have thought you'd been at you'd have asked all these questions. And I love the description of the tone shift in the room. Mm -hmm. You actually, for me, it's one of the better kind of visualizations of like, um, it's very experiential. Like, oh, I, I know what it's like if somebody says something and it like shifts the tone. Yeah, of the room. yeah. The tone is like, we're gonna go to bed. Well, we're having yeah. There's it's very the camaraderie. Sort of, yeah, just having fun, sleepy. Yes, there's yes the moment when it gets real. Like that's kind of where people are not doing the pleasantries or the regular routines that often happen in group human it's small interactions. Talk. Yeah, it's not small talk. It's like all right, it's like, big talk. It's time. <laughs> it's big talk. It's enormous it's, talk. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the basically the state of the wizarding world and the future of the war, that there's a war. Yeah. And that basically the people in this room, as well as a couple other name drops, are essentially the only people uh, acting as though there's a war uh -huh. from this side, you know. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. But I, I, I've always liked that moment in that scene because... You're in the same room, but you're in a new scene. The same people. It's all continuous, but it's like, boop, the switch has been turned on. Yep. Yeah. And to me, it's done in a way that's actually quite realistic. It feels characteristic to these people that, like, yeah. Sirius would say this, and then 
they would get yeah, into it. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, Sirius has probably had, like, as soon as he saw Harry, from that moment on, it's probably been kind of, like, inside of him. Percolating. Up, like, yeah, just yes. like, okay, oh, ask about Voldemort, ask about Voldemort, you know, <laughs> like Lily does. Yeah. Voldemort, 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 Voldemort. <laughs> well, also, we know, because we learn in this chapter, that he's quite pent up. He's very bored. Mm-hmm. He's feeling stuck and unhelpful. And now he, of course, he brings it up because like you're saying, it would be like he can't keep that in. Yeah. He has to release it because he feels that there is a selfish teensy piece to this, which is that Sirius wants to feel like knowledgeable and helpful to someone. Yeah. And he has that opportunity now. Yeah. And he even, you can even see how it sort of plays out where like he has this, the justifications ready to strike back at Molly of being like, you choose for your kids, but I, I choose for Harry. Yeah. It's a very tough situation in this room right now. Like, yeah. The, the Lupin Harry... chimes in and is like, you're not the only one who cares about Harry. Right. Like, and Lupin was very, you know, uh, Call. I mean, obviously Molly and Sirius Lupin are going and back and Arthur, forth, but he's like trying like. to, he's like, yes, he's like yeah. observing, making sense of, of like, okay, this is where I'm going to insert myself and the, contribute. The spectrum of kind of paternalism, mm. you know, is real. I mean, there yeah. are people of of all these types and even the same person can oscillate and change between these things in everyday life of like, what do you tell somebody? What don't you tell somebody? Why? Yeah. The same information. One person has a a good justification, yeah. Molly, for being like, this is not appropriate. And yeah. on the other hand, complete opposite, Sirius has good justification too, which yeah. is like, it's completely appropriate because he's got, he's central to it. Yes. And keeping him in the dark is bad. Well, but Molly is like, well, innocence is good. Okay, yeah. So that the your title lost innocence. So yeah. I think yes, we in other books we've talked about this like uh construction of child. Yeah. And then adult, you know, or that sort of distinction. Mm-hmm. And you know, honestly, like so what what we don't know at this point, like as the reader is what did Dumbledore say? What is yes. Dumbledore's justification yes. and what do they know? Yes. And like how might that influence or impact the situation at hand? Because on the broader meta side, like Sirius being like, okay, sh- or Molly being like, legally he's a child. That was the whole at the end justification of like why Ginny had to leave. Well, there were some exceptions because of the the ways that they persuaded her. Right. But I know it's you it's, having the hard line of like, you know, these are the rules and like the very strict delineation of like child adult and serious being like Harry's been through more stuff than some people here, you know, and it just makes it more complicated of being like going by these strict sort of like uh, boundaries might not make sense. But still the question that because they're they're kind of. Uh, offhand referencing Dumbledore but we don't know what that was of like the reasoning that Dumbledore has for what Harry should or should not know and what those what would Dumbledore approve of what Sirius told Harry (laughs) you know he's not there (laughs) I agree and Dumbledore is his own question mark because Mm -hmm. he would be on Molly's side 
if only, but for a completely hidden and secretive reason of like that he knows this deeper stuff is going on between Harry and Voldemort. Everyone else's is just, Harry could be transposed for the other children in some ways where it's like, well, should they know? Should they not know? I mean, there's, it's such a realistic scene. I mean, because of the way that it, it plays out in this experience of like, like Fred and George is an important moment because they're like, we're of age. And then Arthur's like, they're of age. They need to be able to make their own decisions. But Molly is like, yes, but yesterday they weren't. And today they are type mm, feeling mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. not a light switch. Yeah. And so there's a sense I, I certainly do not fall on Molly's side because I believe I mean, that innocence is false. Yeah. So, but I understand the spectrum of it. What I will say is that I think a lot of people go to patronizing positions by lying to themselves. Their own personal sneakoscope would be going off because it is not true that Harry isn't ready for this stuff. What is true is that he's dealt with all of this stuff. Yeah. Much more stuff. Sirius is one comment about like, He's dealt with as much as most members and more than some of Mm -hmm. the order. First of all, it's a very pointed comment because I feel like it's aimed at Molly. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) In more than one way. Throughout this exchange. Yeah. Because Molly even kind of says something about like, oh, him being in Azkaban and not really being there to raise Harry, basically. Like, that's kind of how I read it is like, well, well, what would be really interesting is that. You know, I think the fundamental flaw with Molly's position is that keeping secrets doesn't protect. So if your end, if you're, if if it's, if your end is that you think that Harry needs to be protected Mm -hmm. and his innocence and his childhood and he as a person need to be protected from certain facts, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't protect him. Yeah. And what's the most fascinating part of this book relative to this is that Dumbledore tries the exact same thing yeah. and fails horribly. Yeah. And it co- it has the ultimate kind of cost to Harry. Yeah. The hiding it and the mistakes. Yeah. I think that, so in a lot of different, this is another like instance of people trying to control things that they really can't control yeah. because ultimately, so like that's the, That's a lot of the dynamics that we see between adults and children in this series that kind of mirror things we see in the real world as well. And like, I I understand it. And I know that people might be like, oh, well, you're not a parent. You wouldn't understand. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's something that uh, does get circulated as a discourse. Um, However, like if if. Harry found out from a different way, like, so I don't know, I guess there's part of it that's like, which your, is Lupin's point, your role in, in kind of um, disrupting or whatever with innocence or your idea of innocence. But you know, Harry's been through stuff, like, I'm pretty sure that there's not like a one day you're innocent and the next you're not. Just like one day you're a child, the next day you're not. And even Molly kind of acknowledges that, even though it's somewhat tr- contradictory with Fred and George of being like, oh, well, they're not quite, even though technically this is true, you are legally an adult, this is, this is, well, I still if, view you in the lens of a child. You yes, know? <laughs> and we, we have the, we have the benefit of 
kind of being narrators. So we know that like Harry, Prisoner of Azkaban is basically set up in this sort of way of like, there's this secret Mm -hmm. that Sirius is your godfather that everyone wants to keep, all the adults want to keep from him. Yeah. But he still finds out. Yeah. And the point, i that's a really strong point. I mean, that, that this Lupin's point is really strong because he's basically like, it might be better for us to define boundaries, but make sure that we tell within those boundaries full truths. Yeah. Versus like getting these nuggets of information and then you're not going to be able to make sense of it. Yeah. Or you're going to come to conclusions that because you don't see the full picture, we might not have told you all the information. Yeah. But we could have come to the conclusion because they even hit the edge here with, with this weaponry thing. And if Dumbledore was honest with Harry and said, oh, yeah. Voldemort is going to try to trick you. Yeah. Don't you think the plot of the book would be very different? It, it yeah. wouldn't manifest that way because he, Harry would make different choices when eventually he gets the vision of Sirius. He would go tell somebody who would be able to check. Yeah. But Snape at, at this point, checks. do you think that Dumbledore... I know that... The, okay, do you think that Dumbledore thinks that the more Harry knows, the more... Voldemort knows potentially because of their connection. Do you think that's the thing? I believe the crux that's of the what thing he that's winds up saying. Back? Yes, yeah. he says that if Voldemort gets this point gets time, a though. sense that yeah. Harry is close to to Vold to Dumbledore, Voldemort will use Harry. You know, this is funny because it's somewhat of a parallel of like. So we've talked about like the what's off limits for knowledge for sure. schools and like you can't really you can't fight dark magic unless you study curses. it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there. There's, Thanks, foodie you're kind of putting yourself at a disadvantage, even though I understand the logic of it. And of course, like as the external observer, like I can critique it very openly. Uh, But I think speaking to the bigger idea of what we withhold from people and for what reasons. Mm -hmm. And in this case, there's a a very big tone of like child adultness happening. Um, It makes it, I don't well, know. Well, I'll go this direction. When when we meet Umbridge and yeah. she takes her position at the school, she is the corrupted version of Molly's argument. She is using oh, this yeah. like, don't teach children yeah. these tools. I now, it's for her own end. Her. Yeah, yeah. But that's the point of flawed arguments is yes. that they often get corrupted by people who are arguing from bad faith. So they're saying like, she's saying, you... Don't need to worry. You're just children. Nothing's out there. You should just be learning the theory of defensive magic. Yeah. You don't even need the magic because you don't need to defend it. That's that is the ultimate flaw of Molly's argument of like you don't need to know this stuff because you don't need to defend yourself. Yeah. But that has never been true for Harry. I mean, and that's, it's not yes. true for anyone. And that's the the genesis of Dumbledore's army. Like right. Harry is like, uh, okay, like you guys. Come on, <laughs> we we have to be able to. We can't just sit around not doing anything. We have to be able to defend ourselves. We, you know, uh, being proactive rather than like literally head in the sand. Like we're gonna. But that's that's all of these. Like so, Fudge is also that way of like for his own gain, for his own power, for his own like reputation or legacy. What he thinks his legacy is going to be, even though it blows well, up in his face. And this is such you know? a story. The whole series is a story about childhood i mean right yeah and, and this relation the relationship that somebody growing up has with all the people around them mm-hmm. and harry's the beginning of the story is harry 
being removed from the truth for mm-hmm. 11 years, 10 years. I know. I, I'm and, telling and you. It's so you If I'm uh, Harry, I would never talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, but you can see the benefit because in that yeah. case, you could argue that it did work the way yeah. that Dumbledore wanted it to, that he didn't, he grew up a normal, quote unquote, or at least a self aware human being. Yeah. He wasn't corrupted by like fame and fortune. Yeah. That that would be all that he knows. I think that there is a complicated relationship between um, ourselves as individuals and people who care for us. Yeah. So like Harry keeps trying to speak up saying, I want to be part of the order. And everyone keeps saying no, you know, and everyone's talking about Harry's best interest, Harry's best interest. And so that's sort of like, you know, that relationship between in this this idea of like you're a child you're not or just not even you're a child but you're not ready for this like at what point do you does your perspective even begin to be on the table part of the equation right and rather rather than working together collaborating even if harry just like said some of the things that he was thinking his ideas for like how we should approach it like being more of like a contributor rather than like being told what to do which is it's just not good for well as you know i mean my educational philosophy philosophy would very much go to the other side like that knowledge withholding knowledge is a dark choice It, it doesn't really it very very rarely even works let alone being justifiable yeah. Like even if your justification actually happens, you might we might still question whether it was the right choice, like for Dumbledore or whatever. But I, I don't know. Not knowledge, preparedness. I mean, it's a huge part of schooling. Yeah, and it's, it's a like huge part of, of my experience in particular with what I did for the dissertation and things. It's and sort of pushing on this idea of the linear order of things and saying like, this is learned and then this is learned and then this is learned and then this is learned. And until you can master all these abstract tools, Mm -hmm. you don't even get to think about how they're actually like involved in these important social structures and things. You you just have to learn like how to calculate uh, an interest payment rather than understanding any broader significance of the use of math in economics. Like what is, what, how does it get used? Mm -hmm. And it, Okay, I won't go down that tangent. But the point being, like, I definitely fall on the side of, like, you can always say somebody isn't ready. Yeah. There's no criteria that anyone actually holds you to. Yeah. And very frequently, it's used as a crutch. It's like these students can't do this, so you can't teach them it. Yeah. It's the circular reasoning, or there's, like, a link missing in between. Like, yeah, well, they, well, they can't deal with big like, social problems, so we won't talk to them about big social problems. Don't even engage with things that are complicated because they're complicated. The nature of them being complex lends itself to not being easy to right. master because, so that's like your whole, if you want to talk to Jeff about quantitative literacy and the wicked problems, like yeah. that sort of thing. If, yeah. if we judged people and said like, oh, they can't do wicked problems, which nobody can, like that's right. the whole, that's the nature, that's the whole definition of not like- Not alone. It, not alone. And they morph, they respond, like it's, it's uh, it doesn't make sense. Like those two- Framings don't make sense together. Uh, yeah, and the, and this mm-hmm. is where I'll pull it back to the book. Things that are 
whether you are aware of or ready for or prepared or learned about them, if they impact you, mm-hmm. then I feel there's a fundamental flaw to some adult or expert preventing the the interaction, the structured interaction, the, mm-hmm. the structured and scaffolded learning yeah. the, in an atmosphere, school, mm-hmm. or here around the family kitchen table yeah. to have the deep discussion about things that are impacting you, knowing yeah. that you aren't going to go from naivety to expert yeah, just yeah, in yeah. one conversation. But yeah. you have to understand that this thing even exists, yeah. that this weapon even exists, changes yeah. what what could happen. And not yeah. knowing about it definitely screws Harry over. I mean, Dumbledore makes the ultimate mistake. But he's behind all of these discussions. If Dumbledore said to Molly five days ago, when Harry gets here, tell him everything, then they would have told him everything. <laughs> so Dumbledore, that's where the, the you know, yeah. what is the word? The buck ends. The buck stops there. The buck stops yeah. here. Uh, I only have a couple of lighthearted. No, okay, not great. lighter It's one of my favorite chapters, know. so I could go for hours. I'm done. I'm done. So we enter, we find out this is uh, Sirius's parents' house because yeah. um, we had the portrait scene at the end of the last chapter mm-hmm. and just screaming. Like, I can mm-hmm. only imagine. Mm-hmm. So Sirius says that uh, they think that his mother's canvas that is has a permanent sticking charm. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a month, and you witches and wizards haven't figured out like how, how to, to deal with this. A perma- you know? If you he- could reverse a permanent sticking charm, it wouldn't be permanent. Okay, but I'm sorry, you're gonna tell Just me about the wall that a permanent sticking charm is on the level of a vada kedavra in terms of irreversible. This I don't think it's. I, I really do think they could just bring a chainsaw, carve the wall. <laughs> Throw the whole thing out. Don't yeah. ever unstick it. And then, you know, put something else in there. Yeah. So speaking of spells, yeah. um, Bill uses Evanesco. Yes. I looked up how to pronounce it. Evanescence. So. <laughs> That's what I, I always about. say Evanesco when I read it. Do you? But apparently KO was the end it's, of the phonetic uh, okay. pronunciation of it. I've said Evanesco in my head. Okay. Never said it that. is a transfiguration mm. spell. Mm. That literally vanishes objects. Yes. Animate and inanimate. Yes. Into non-being. Right. What? <laughs> right. It's the vanishing charm or like, whatever. Like, uh, this, this is what I'm telling you. I have existential crises oh, when no, I think about spells. <laughs> the answer is the circle has no beginning. Yeah. I, 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 it's definitely oh a riddle gosh. of the matter and the non-being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Is it? When is it that we actually talk about this in a later, classroom? Later in a couple chapters. So I, is this it is McGonagall? What I, this is when I went to go look up. So it's twice. One is Snape uses it on Harry's failed potion. He uses Evanesco to... Yeah, clean it all clean up. Clean it all out. Right, right. Uh, he says it out loud like it's in the text and it says the spell name. But McGonagall's first class is on the vanishing charm because you know what? It's OWL time. It is. So that's it's why everyone yeah, okay, is okay. like super intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's like, uh, no, no. it's a difficult spell. And particularly if you're working with live uh, creatures, it's more challenging, as I would hope it would be. Because if you vanished me into non existent or non, non, not, can you pull people non-being. back out? Because otherwise, yes. cleaning up those notes from yes. the meeting would be pretty. So you be can, a bad way to clean yeah, them up. Yeah, you can. You can. Um, In do which case, it. it's a pocket dimension. Let's go D and D style. Fine. It's like they send it into a pocket Fine. dimension and they pull it out. Can somebody else pull out the things that uh, you have? I don't know. Or do you have to do? It? I don't know. And mm. if I get to 
you know, disappeared. Can I break out? <laughs> Can yeah, I find this, my way uh, home? You, you've gone in a direction that's very scary. <laughs> this is the more, the slow, I've what said if this before. You have your wand, you get Evanescoed, and yeah. then you, from the oh, Evanesco yeah. realm, Can I you Evanesco it? yourself. Where do you go? Mm. Are you like, is it inception? Dimension You're just inside like, of a dimension. Pocket dimension. That's pocket how dimension, time travel pocket. works. That's how they made the time wow. turner. Oh, <laughs> big. Big claim. No, this is. I'm here for the it. reason when we read one chapter at a time. I have lots of time to no, think about best. stuff. Yeah, like, it's really funny. What yeah. is happening? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, we also have some mention of goblins again in this chapter because they're trying to the figure goblin out rot silver. Well, there's that, but they're oh. trying to get the goblins on board. They're trying to get oh, allies, oh, oh, and or at yeah, least yeah. make sure he, they don't join Voldemort. And so there, there's some discussion, and they're like, oh, why would they? Like, they also have beef with Voldy because yeah. Uh, yeah. the yeah. He, he killing families to... and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And there's a Ragnok, not to be confused with Ranrock, but Ragnok is a specific goblin that I don't remember if it's Bill or Charlie. I feel like it's Bill. Yeah, Bill is yeah, trying yeah. to talk yeah, to. Yeah, Bill, because he works for the bank. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. So there's that little tidbit. Yeah. And, um, oh, I brought out this book, the Mina Lima book, because mm. the tapestry for the House of Black is in here. Oh. And I showed it, I think, once before on stream, but um, it's it's really cool looking. Can you hold this in? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh. So it kind of folds out, oh. and you see all of the all of the faces and stuff. It's really cool. It is very cool. But I wanted to show off the Black family crest uh -huh. and read a little bit about it. That'll come off though. What? That's oh, awesome. <laughs> Mandangas. Um, so it features the motto "Toujours." Okay, I'm not going to pronounce it, pronounce this right. Toujours pure, 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 P U R. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It means always pure. Mm -hmm. This reflects their determination to keep their wizard blood pure and untainted by muggle blood, regardless of the human cost. Holy Hence moly. Hence Ted Tonks and Andromeda. Holy moly. In designing the crest, we... Oh, this is from Mina Lima, like how they designed it. Um, in designing the crest, we selected symbols such as skulls and swords to demonstrate the lengths they will go to protect their name. We also used the raven, a common... Her heraldic i can't read like I'm, it's like right next to yeah, my like face Harold, Reed, Harold. <laughs> um symbol the raven is often interpreted as a bird of ill omen but it also has a powerful protective function and its color makes it a suitable symbol for the house of black i thought that was That's really fair. cute yeah that is cute there's, it's there's also my visual kind of dark, <laughs> kind of dark. <laughs> but the book is very cute yeah uh, and then the last thing that I have, well, mm. besides Molly be, uh, telling Mendungus that he didn't really learn right from wrong, he missed a few lessons on right from wrong. Um, Dumbledore, I guess I, I know that Dumbledore is powerful, but when you list all of his like titles uh -huh. and stuff, you're just like, his wait, demotions. so he's headmaster of Hogwarts, also yeah. was a chairman for the International Confederation of Wizards, and yeah. chief warlock of the Wiz and Gamut. Well, it makes a lot of sense, actually, in the... <laughs> Newt, in the new Fantastic Beasts movies where you get to know like this is a long time ago and Dumbledore is already very important yeah and involved in like an extremely important series of events yeah including 
God, I don't know, getting bowed to because he's a good leader, and then he <laughs> says no. Oh, that little that little chilling was so. But then, cute, luckily, though. there's another great leader. Oh my gosh! And this very rare event, yeah, happens twice in two minutes. Yeah, excellent. Where is that in our history of magic class? I don't know. Bins forgot about that. Bins, bins, bins. Got obliviated. <laughs> well, that's, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. For our title chapter. T- yes. <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Um, check the Discord for clues. And until next time, Wands ready. ready.